hey, my name's Mel. And I'm not sure how you found me, but I'm really glad that you're here. I've been wanting to start a podcast for quite some time. The only problem was I had no idea what conversation I wanted to bring to the table. I'm a floral designer professionally. I own a company called The Flower Social, where I get to teach people how to make beautiful flower arrangements. So naturally, I thought the conversation had to be about flowers. But I was being drawn to another conversation. I've been through a lot of shit in my life, and I have a sneaky feeling I'm not the only one. In fact, I know that I'm not. Because I have a lot of brave women in my life who've shared their stories with me. Stories of divorce, infidelity, miscarriages, cancer, and even cults. And you know what the common theme is? Resilience. Myself and these women came up against the unimaginable, and we all made it to the other side, to a place that we didn't even know existed. The thing about trauma, loss, disappointment, and uncertainty is it doesn't last forever, even when it feels like it will. And on the other side is freedom, humility, vulnerability, and hope. So I wanted to create a space for women to share their stories so other women could be inspired, and most importantly, not feel alone. So join me as we tell our stories, and hopefully we can inspire you to bloom again no matter where you find yourself. Oh yeah, and the flower pun, it was definitely intended. Hello, everybody. I am, you know, I was going to say I'm looking forward to this conversation, but actually this recording um, wasn't actually planned. I, I didn't even have this topic really in mind, but I made the promise to myself that when I started the podcast, I would be as authentic and real as possible. And something's been going on and something happened um, this past week. And it just made me really realize how important it is to be cultivating that resilient muscle that I kind of talk about a lot because something really unexpected happened and, you know, I wasn't prepared for it. And that's what this is all about. Right. So I thought while I was like in the middle of it, going through it, what happened and how I'm feeling and what's been going on because that's why we're here. Right. So let's do it. I guess to start to give a little bit of background um, for those who haven't been following me or don't know much about my business. So over the past year during COVID, I really um, wanted to get my business to a place where it was virtual, obviously, because then I was able to reach more people. We weren't able to have in-person gatherings, so I didn't want my business to go away um, because my business is teaching flower arranging workshops and parties, which prior to 2020 was all in person. And so during 2020, I shifted everything to be virtual. And in doing so, I realized that it, it got me really excited to be able to teach more people because by not being limited to my location of Austin, Texas, I was able to reach more people. And then I also got really clear on that I loved the more serious student. So my parties typically are like 60 minute 
you drop in, you kind of learn how to make a flower arrangement. It's really fun. You can drink wine, all that stuff. Kind of like the painting with the twist classes, but flower arranging instead of painting. Um, over the course of the last three years of starting my business, I also offered like a two-day in-person, more of a deep dive course where you learn everything basically to be able to do weddings and events. And so as I went through last year, I was able to do a couple of those virtually, uh, the two-day workshops. And I just really started getting more clear that that's the piece of the business that I really love. Like I love watching people have a passion for flowers and then realize over the course of two days that they can actually make a profitable business of it. So that's what excites me. And that's what I want to focus on in my business is, is supporting more people in doing that. And when I did it last year, virtually, I was able to stop telling myself the story that like this only works in person. So I spent 2020 kind of refining that training and um, getting it up and running virtually, like all buttoned up. So now I have it ready and it's in a in-course format um, to become a florist in two days. And so that's what I'm focusing on. So as I was focusing on this for 2021, I actually started working with a business coach, which I highly recommend if you are listening and you do not have a coach and or therapist. Mine happens to be both. So she's like a unicorn. So it's amazing. She's a licensed therapist as well as a coach. So um, if you can find one like that, great. And um, either way, I do recommend a coach because it's the accountability, especially when you're like shifting in your business or you're starting a new business, the accountability is really great. So um, when I started working with her, I had to start kind of like getting honest about parts of my business that I was just doing because they were a making money or because it was something that I had been doing. So I felt like committed to still doing it. And there was a couple aspects of my business that I didn't feel as committed to as I did when I started them. And additionally, in the back of my mind, you know, as I was going through last year, I also was really trying to tee myself up where I didn't have to necessarily be in one location because, you know, from being here last year in Austin, it was so great. And I, I'm so grateful for my home that I'm in and like the space that I have. And, you know, I want to be able to go spend a couple of months with my family in Ohio or a couple months, you know, here or there, I wanted to have the mobility. So these things in my business that I wasn't a wasn't loving as much anymore were not in alignment with that goal. Cause they were things that I had to kind of like be here to do. And they just weren't filling up my cup in the way that they used to. So in January, I really kind of like started assessing that stuff. And I decided to let go of, um, one of my offerings, which was like a monthly virtual design club that, um, was for Austin people only because I had to get the flowers here and pack the flowers here. Um, because the whole shipping of the flowers, I have it figured out to some capacity, but, um, I'm a little limited in what I'm able to do there. So I was having to pack everything and do everything here in Austin. And my, my audience was obviously limited to Austin. So in January, I decided that that would, I would get rid of that for May. And so I would honor all the members that I had through May and then, then kind of stop doing that for May. And then I also made the decision that my in-person two-day course, my last offering of that would be in April. And then what I wanted to do from April to September was focus on getting the online two-day course up and running. And then next year in January of 2022, offer an in-person course here in Austin, but make it be larger. So like 
rent a larger space and have more people attend and only do that course a couple times a year in person. Um, so this was kind of all happening and I just, I felt really great about it. I just felt good about the decisions in the background. I didn't necessarily know what was happening, but, um, somebody did, as you'll see as the story unfolds. So, you know, and simultaneously through all these business decisions, I've been going through something kind of personally, I was seeing somebody and, you know, really like feeling super connected to this person and just kind of our timing wasn't right. So really just as I'm trying to do all this with my business, really trying to kind of let this person go and just like trust the timing. And, and to be honest, like in my life, every relationship that I've exited or, or has ended, I've been like ready for that. So this is my first time as a 37 year old woman going through it where I feel like I wasn't ready to let the person go. So it's a really new experience for me. And I'll share more about that story as I go through my own healing with it. I'm not ready to like fully share it yet, but I will be when, and when I am, I will, I will share all the gory details, but, um, for now, I'll just share that I, you know, I'm kind of going through that, just like letting go and figuring out how to move forward without really wanting to let go and, you know, all of that. So this is all going on, right? So I actually had just made the decision to resign my lease. I rent my condo um, and I love it. It's amazing. It's been such a safe haven through COVID and it's been such a great place to record my virtual workshops and all this stuff. So I re-signed my lease for May. So I was planning on staying here another year and that was all said and done. So fast forward last week, I get an email from my landlord and she's like, I'm so sorry to do this. I know we just re-signed your lease. I'm going to sell the property. So I'm going to need you to move June 1st. And I'm like reading this email and you know, like when you see something or hear something and sometimes you think, oh no, no, this can't be, this can't be what it, what this says. Right. So I sit with it and I read it and my stomach drops. Right. Cause I'm like, number one, I'm not in the mindset to move. And something about me that, you know, I know about myself is if I'm not ready for it, like, I don't want to do it at all. Like, especially if I haven't come up with the idea. Um, so and then I'm also thinking all the things, like so many thoughts go through your head, right? When you get news that you're not expecting. So I, you know, I obviously don't write back right away and I sit with it and I message my coach and then I message my best friend. And then of course I call my parents because I have to get everybody's input about how they're feeling about it <laughs> instead of, you know, checking in with myself. But after all that, I do kind of check, check in with myself and I'm like, okay, like, let's play this out. Okay. Number one scenario, you just rush and find a new place in Austin. And that's that you can do it. You can do it. Or you could put your stuff in storage and not be rushed and do something else. Oh, the other thing that I forgot to mention was I got connected with a friend of a friend through Instagram. Somebody basically wanted to come stay in Austin and they were offering their place in Seattle to stay. So it was almost like a house swap situation. So I had actually been considering that and had communicated with this girl um, about doing that. And so 
that was going on in the background. What if I still go to Seattle? Like what if the universe wanted me so badly to go to Seattle that it's forcing me to go? So I reached out to the girl and obviously like, I don't have a house for her to swap into anymore, but I reached out to her and I was like, you know, would you rather me like pay you? And then you can use the money to come to Austin. So we're like having this new conversation. Right. So then the next day I like call some storage units and I'm like asking about pricing and, you know, trying to just wrap my head around, like if I made this option a reality, like contemplating all these options for myself, something drops in where I'm like, okay, well, I have, I have options, you know, and I, I can, I can do this. Like I could go somewhere, you know, for 30 days or 60 days or 90 days and still successfully run my business, you know, and this might not be the thing that everybody would choose. And it might not be the safest thing, but maybe it's what I need right now for my life. And also for my healing moving forward. And also like proving to myself that I can do this and I am worthy and it's okay to be scared and it's okay to not have all the answers. And so I guess why I share this story is because I obviously didn't see this coming. I shared with a friend, I said, you know, I was born for this. This is what I've been training for. And I was joking, but it's, it's kind of true because it feels like everything I've gone through, whether it was, you know, with my divorce or a breakup or stuff with business or job, I always end up land on my feet and I know it's going to be okay. And it's, it's always has worked out and I'm so lucky and so grateful for that. And sometimes you just have to let go and trust the process. But I'm, I'm sharing this story because it's not always easy. Right. And there are those moments of panic and I still, I go back and forth. I'm like, one day I'm like, okay, I can totally do this. And then another day I'm like, no, you can't, what, what are you doing? So I just want to share the realness of that because I'm sure other people feel that too. And you're not alone in that. And I think, you know, a question you might ask yourself when you go through things that are unexpected is like, how do you know you're making the right choice? And for feeling in my body where I feel at ease. And then I always remind myself, it's, it's just about making the next right decision. Cause I think sometimes as humans, we get so far ahead of ourselves and we play everything out so far. And all I really have to do is make the next right decision for me. And if the next right decision for me is choosing to put my stuff in storage and going and spending 30 days in Seattle, because that's what I feel drawn to do, then that's the next right decision. And what's the next right decision for me after that? And I was kind of thinking, you know, I was playing that tape out and I was thinking about going home. I'm from Ohio, as some of you might know, and thinking about going home and spending some really quality time with my family in July. And my, my um, oldest friend from growing up still lives there and she's actually having a baby in July. So I'm like, maybe, you know, this is the universe's way of wanting me to go do that. Right. Because like, I missed out on so much time with my family last year. That would be so lovely to be able to be with them and be present for all that. The other thing is, you know, that I learned, I think a big lesson last year is no matter where you are, you can still be close to those that you love. Like if I'm not in Austin, I have such a network here and all my friends and, you know, everything in my life is here. Right. But it's like, if I'm not here for a couple months, it's okay because I can still connect with those people that matter most to me through 
FaceTime or Zoom or, you know, I think we've gotten better about that. You know, we've practiced it over the past year. Sharing this, like I said, just to encourage you if, if something has recently happened in your life that you were not expecting or did not see coming. And I'm also here to remind you that you are strong enough to handle it and that you just have to make the next right decision. And you don't have to get caught up in the future right now. It can be so hard, especially for people like myself who are like really goal-driven and future-focused. And it is important to balance that with like being really present in the moment and making the right decisions in your life that are going to serve you now. So if that is you and you're going through something similar, um, know that I am here and I feel you and I will definitely keep everyone posted on the decisions that are made, or you might, depending on when this airs, you might see them playing out on social media and things like that. But yeah, like who knows where it could take me, right? That's the great thing about life is it's day by day and we get to choose our own fates in a way. And that's the exciting part, but also the scary part. So um, I just want to remind you of all that and encourage you through my words and through my story. And I, I hope that this leaves you curious about what you can do in your own life and, you know, where you maybe need to slow down and panic less and just take it day by day. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you next time on Bloom Again. And in the meantime, if you have a story of resilience that you would be willing to share with me, you can always contact me at the Flower Social ATX on Instagram. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and of course, review the podcast if you've been enjoying listening to me and all the other women's stories. That will help a lot. So I will talk to you soon.